Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Influence Accelerator Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates. In each episode, I interview one of the financial service industry's top performers to learn their secrets to sustain success. These short interviews will get right to the heart of what each top advisor is doing to acquire more right fit clients. You'll be reminded, renewed, and inspired to take powerful action. You'll impact more lives and increase your income at the same time. Now, on to the show. Welcome to Top Advisor Podcast, where I interview top advisors for top advisors. With me today is Brian Sweet. His firm is Sweet Financial Services, and he's been an advisor since December of 1979. Brian also coaches advisors in various areas of practice management. In this episode of Top Advisor Podcast, Brian and I will be discussing a program he uses to onboard his new clients that he calls a 90-day dazzle. And I am confident you will find this concept and Brian's execution of this concept extremely helpful. So Brian Sweet, welcome to Top Advisor Podcast. Great to be here, Bill. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. I, I was going getting ready to make a joke about your name. It's sweet to have you, I, but I'm sure you've heard that a few times before. Uh, <laughs> Maybe once or twice. Yeah, I get the Bill Gates thing, as you know. Brian, before we get to the topic at hand, a couple of things I'd like to cover. First of all, give us a brief glimpse into your business so everyone listening can get a sense of the context from which you're coming. Sure. As you alluded to earlier, uh, we've been in business for 42 years. We are in a small town in Minnesota, population a little over 10,000. We have 16 team members, two interns, and manage uh, about approximately a billion dollars. That's wonderful. It's that, like, that's like the magic number these days. Like it it really is, yeah. It's nice to say a billion. Anyway, <laughs> I know some of the folks listening want to get there. Some of the folks listening have already passed that mark. But in any event, an important part of client engagement, referrals, client acquisition is, is about your belief in the work that you do. I like to start these interviews with asking you, what is your client-focused belief? Meaning, why do you believe in the work that you do? What is the why that keeps you performing as a top advisor? Yeah, I would say it's because we know what we do for clients really helps people. And our unique process is called the dream architect. And it's really the intersection of mindset and money. And we really deal with helping people understand all that's possible and actually trying to dream big. What we found is people, when they get older, they don't dream big anymore. And if we try to get them back to almost to their childhood where you could be anything, and we found that just helping them look at how can they make their life amazing and if anything were possible, what would they like? That's kind of what the Dream Architect's all about. I like that. And just to follow up to that, I mean, there's nothing worse than an unfunded dream, right? So if you get them the dream, then obviously you got to connect the money to that in some way, right? Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. Talk to me about this 90-day uh, dazzle, right? How did you start this? What is the point of it? Why did you do this? Just give us a starting point for all of this. Absolutely. What we found is that the first 90 days of any new relationship can really make or break the relationship. And so we really want to stand out in the client's mind, be different, and make that initial experience as exceptional 
as possible. And so that's essentially why we created it. In simple terms, it's something our entire team follows. They have every little detail of what happens, and they're really the ones that engineer it. They have the flexibility to make changes and customize it as we go. And it's really a, a well thought out, almost like a defined process that we put people through. You really wouldn't understand it uh, or think it's that way when you come in, but it's mm -hmm. we try to keep it like orchestrated, if you will, as much as possible. Now, I'm guessing you don't tell your brand new clients that we're going to put you through the 90-day Dazzle program, do you? That wouldn't be actually uh, <laughs> one of the words we would use. We would just let them experience it. Yes. Yeah, it makes sense. So what are so this is the whole onboarding. I like to call it client onboarding. And like you said, that those first few weeks, months, you want to help them feel good about the decision to work with you, right? Sometimes you're waiting for assets to transfer and there's a little angst that they might be feeling so they feel better about that decision. What are some of the specific results or benefits to both you and the clients that you've observed over the years doing this onboarding process of yours? Probably the best way to describe it is to actual, actually give you a client example so we've had a client go through the, the process and obviously the 90-day dazzle was part of it. But during that 90-day dazzle, one of the things that we do is we create a dream board for the clients. And it's really an accumulation of all the things that they would love to accomplish over their lifetime. So one client actually took this to an amazing extent and they traveled and anytime they went and accomplished any of the things on their dream board, they had that with them and they would take a picture when they're on vacation. She wanted to write a book. Whenever one of those things were occurring, they took a picture of it and sent it to us. So one, we were actually helping uh, them experience it, but they were letting us in on the experience themselves. And and the, the crazy thing about this is they virtually accomplished literally everything on their dream board. And then she got very sick mm. and has not been able to literally get out of the house, but they've got all these great memories that were created and they can look back on those with very fond thoughts. Wow, what a gift you gave to them by just getting them into this mindset, right? And, and to execute on that. Yeah, that one always sticks with me. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking you're talking about uh, what do you want to accomplish in life? And yet, what age clients are you attracting? And are you attracting folks that are a little older, closer to retirement, knowing that people are living longer? You're just, you're giving them a whole expansive view of the, the last third of their life or quarter of their life or whatever that might be. Yeah, we have actually three little niches, I guess, that we work well with. Those close or in retirement. We work really closely with business owners and then women in transition. But it really would work with any age. Mm -hmm. It's really dealing with understanding the background and the whys and the mindset that you need to have it be effective. So it's it really has turned out to be quite the attract and repel model because a lot of times you start going through this with people and uh, it's a, like a little bit of a woo if you will and people <laughs> go that's not for me well then that wouldn't really be for us either yeah well i'm sure that when you generate referrals introductions people say look they're going to put you through this process and it's great and and you're right you want to 
have your value proposition be communicated in a way that attracts the people you want to attract and repels the others because it's not the right fit. I'm curious about the pandemic. We're recording this. I want to say as the pandemic is starting to, to slow down or wane, we only hope, knock on wood, hit my head. But how has the pandemic made you adjust the program, if at all? And are there any adjustments that you've made that you want to keep now that you've done it in a more virtual environment? Yeah, actually, the pandemic, I would say, has turned out, unfortunate, all the you know negative things that have happened, but it's mm -hmm. kind of how do you turn those into positives? Mm -hmm. We've always had a virtual presentation, those kind of capabilities long before the pandemic. But what it really forced us to look at is if we had a potential client come in that wasn't able to come in personally. So we have a really amazing process if you come in personally. And it got us to realize that we need to create this exceptional experience for virtual clients. And so how do we create that experience when you can't be here? So one, it's allowed us to say, instead of only attracting people in a 60 mile radius, of where we live and the people that come in. One, now we actually feel comfortable doing this as a nationwide presence, but it's forced us to one, create this virtual office experience. So we had a video crew come in and now we can closely replicate the experience that we have when you come in and uh, share that with others. And that's been uh, very good, but it's also then required us to tweak our 90-day dazzle because people that aren't here, you can't always do the same things. And so uh, we've kind of applied it to every process that we have. So I want to ask you to go in just a little bit more detail about two or three, a few of the elements that are actually part of the Dazzle program. But first, let's uh, listen to a quick word from our show sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the Influence Accelerators. Proudmouth. If you're like our clients, you want to spend more time educating people and less time selling. That's why we turn Main Street experts like you into trusted mainstream authorities. We help you amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit Proudmouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. So with me today is Brian Sweet, Sweet Financial. We're talking about onboarding. We're talking about 90-day dazzle. So as promised, Brian, let's get more specific. Just give us two or three of the things that you do. What are a couple of the elements of the 90-day dazzle? Well, it's a really multi-phase process. I think that the maybe the most interesting thing with a 90-day dazzle, everybody has different things that they think are important or they want clients to learn. The best part of that process is that my team runs it and controls it. So I don't have to be involved and they are able to enhance it along the way and they have the autonomy to do it. The best lesson that I can kind of give in this is that you just need to lay out the vision of what that experience needs to be or what you're trying to accomplish. And that allows us to one, turn those details over to staff. And then it allows the advisors to spend all of their time seeing clients and not having to worry about workflows and processes and things like that. 
And so that's worked out uh, extremely well. And each team member knows their particular role and the timing. It's all on our uh, CRM system. So it's all built into a workflow. So I would just tell you, when you build one that fits your particular business, just make sure you get your team involved because they'll be a lot more creative and be able to customize the mm -hmm. experience to that particular client. So I'm dying to know at least one thing though. I mean, you talk about you do these things over 90 days. What What's one or two things that that you would do? Is it a conversation you have about a certain topic? Is it a gift that you send to someone? What? Give me a couple ideas. One thing we mentioned is the dream board. Right, good. We have little acts of kindness throughout the whole process. We'll send little gifts. When the clients come in for their experience, I have two people sitting up front. One's a director of first impressions. So the first thing that they do is instead of greeting them from behind the desk, they actually get up, sit on the same side of the table as the clients sit down and chat with them. We get all of our clients' preferences so that when they come in the future for the follow-ups during the 90 days, we know exactly what kind of drinks, we know exactly what kind of presence they like. We know the music. We have a mm. three-page input sheet that we have that records all these things. And so when the client comes in or something occurs that uh, a client service person or just one on the team that's part of the 90-day dazzle, they can look on that input sheet and know exactly how to customize the experience to them. Great. So there's a you have a memory there and and you record it and the client goes, wow, how did you remember that? Well, we wrote it down, but yeah, uh, <laughs> no, well, we've found it's this, the accumulation of little things mm -hmm. that show that you really care about the client and they don't get that experience at other places. And it just adds up to them feeling very comfortable, which then really creates the relationship where they feel comfortable referring you to others. Yeah, that's great. Have you found that by doing this, once you implemented this, that you're getting more referrals earlier in your new relationships than before you did this? Yeah, 100%. I think one of the things that we're guilty of is sometimes we wait for the referrals. And I, one of the things I'm training our advisors to do is after they've had this magnificent experience, we send out a survey a uh, 90-day survey at the absolute end asking for their input, then that lets us know where we might have dropped the ball. But that's been a, a really helpful thing is just kind of learning any nuances at the end. Yeah, that's great. So I always like to ask my guests, what is one thing or maybe two things that that you've learned about your business or the industry in the past year? Meaning, how has Brian Sweet grown over the past year? How long of a podcast do we have here? <laughs> I, uh, I've got a long list. But no, a couple of things <laughs> that have been reinforced this year is one would be stop trying to do it all yourself. There's a, an amazing book that I've read three times now called Who Versus How. And it's written by Ben Hardy with Dan Sullivan's concepts. But getting other people involved and complementing your team by having people that have opposite strengths of you really is helpful. 
And I think that's a big mistake that we do. We simply think we can do it all or we can always do it better than others. And I've just found that the more I turn it over to others and tell them, here's what it looks like when it's done right. I'm not gonna tell you how to do it, but these are the parameters. People are amazing. People want to do well. People do want to impress you. And with people out of the office and just crazy things that have happened because of the pandemic, I've just been amazed at how my team has stepped up and taken me out of so many things. So, Bill, if you don't mind, I, I got a quick thought that maybe you could answer a question I've always wanted to ask you. I know you coach and interview other financial advisors with different business models. And I'd like to hear you know, what you think about the client onboarding processes and why it's important and maybe what other advisors are doing in that area. I mean, the first person that I learned about this whole onboarding really was from you, Brian, is 90 Day Dazzle. But I, since then, in, in my interviews and coaching, I've learned how powerful this is and that people, a couple things, when people uh, decide to work with you, and if they're, let's say, going into underwriting with a life insurance policy or they're transferring some assets, there's a little angst, there's a little nervousness, there's a little uncertainty. Did I pick the right firm? Did I pick the right person? Is it gonna go as smoothly as it seems like it will? And so by having this extra bit of contact early on in the relationship, puts these people at ease, they, they make them realize they made the right decision. I have coached people, pretty successful folks in this business, They'll, let's say, do a plan, they'll deliver a plan, and then the client doesn't hear from them for months. And it just doesn't make sense to me that you're going to do all this work and then this relationship gets built and then where are they now, right? This great person came into my life and for you guys, right, doing the stream board and if all of a sudden they didn't hear from you <laughs> after doing that, it would just feel like something missing. So what I've learned is that by having this on, this is the part of the relationship that often many advisors neglect, right? They, there's the courtship, the client, the prospect experience, and you do a lot to earn the business, right? Provide value, ask good questions. And then you stay in touch with your clients in a great way over time, but it's that, that early on part of the relationship that I've found really can make a big difference. And as you've already acknowledged, can generate referrals, introductions without even asking. Hope that makes sense. Brian Sweet, Sweet Financial, thank you for all you do for the industry, the coaching you do with other advisors, the incredible work you do for your clients, which is what drives me to help you reach more people with the important work you do. Thank you for being on Top Advisor Podcast today. It's been a pleasure, Bill. Thanks again. This is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful. Only acting on those ideas will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for being with us today. This is Bill Cates, and you've been listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, sponsored by Proudmouth. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you don't miss the latest show. And feel free to share this and other episodes with your colleagues. And if you want to learn more about the work I do with other top advisors, just go to referralcoach.com.